At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Real, real quickly, just uh, I want to talk about Bodacious for a moment. And Bodacious isn't even the fraudster. Welcome to Fraud Stories. Welcome to Fraudsters, the podcast that gives you the scams you love from the fraudsters we hate. I'm Cena Gaznavi, and today we've got a special drop for you. Tomorrow will be our opener for season four, where we'll be covering George Santos, who reminds us of the proverb, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me 1,248 times, shame on everyone. Today, we have a couple people sharing their fraud experiences. And then later in the show, we talk to renowned forensic accounting expert, Kelly Richmond Pope, about victims of fraud and where to spot red flags. She recently published Fool Me Once, where she does a great job of breaking down different types of fraudsters and talking about some incredible interviews she's done. And check out our YouTube page for portions of that interview that aren't going to be in this podcast. Our first story, though, hits close to home. Ariel and I sat with Lamont King. He's a comedian, and he was a victim of fraud. No, he didn't buy an NFT. He got scammed trying to save a few bucks paying for his own travel to do road gigs. You ever hear of a buddy pass or a companion pass? Did you know that you could buy them from people that work at the airlines? You can't. Don't do it. Let's just go to the interview. What a pleasure it is to be with you guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Y'all looking well. You're looking so very much. You. Thank you. We I got all these buddy passes. That's why I look so well. <laughs> I'm refreshed. Oh, geez. That's <laughs> triggering. <laughs> oh, that is triggering. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you got buddy pass scammed. Yes, yes, yes. You, which part of the story do you want to do you want to well, start? Let's, we're going to have to break it, yeah, break it down. First of all. Okay. Lamont, let okay. me just tell the viewers. Lamont yeah. sent me a 18-page <laughs> Word document that you could tell he was furious putting the stuff in oh. here. There are screenshots, there are text messages, there are links to Twitter uh statuses. It's there's case numbers. This, this is <laughs> this man has been hurt, is what <laughs> we got yes. from this. Yes. Yeah, we want to talk about receipts. 
Yeah. Lamont King has yes. receipts. The first, I mean, the first sentence in February of 20, 2018, I made contact with an yes. individual. I was like, okay, this man has gone to small claims court. Well, well I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't type a gungung in order. There was no, that's the only thing that was missing from the whole dossier. It is a dossier. That's true. Shit. Before you got on, Ariel was saying like, how, how did you even get connected to this person. So take us to that moment yeah, I need to know when how you, you met. see. Yes. How did you meet? Was okay. this, did you swipe right on Tinder and that's how you got in touch with this person? So, um, you, you know, Cena, the community of, of comedians is fairly tight. Yeah. Especially with people that are considered in your class or your era, you know, we, we kind of look out for each other, people you came up with, people you traveled with. So there's a guy out of, uh, uh Virginia beach, the Hampton Roads area named Bodacious. He tours with D.L. Hugo. Okay. Is one of you see I'm already stressed. Main, Do you see that I'm already stressed? You trusted a man named ass. Bodacious? Yeah. <laughs> Bodacious. A great Checking underground comic. It's okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Bodacious no, he's, he's is a good man. Okay. Old, yeah, true OGs in the game. And uh, so so when the, when the call comes, when you, you know, those certain names when you see on the phone, oh, that's my man. You know what I'm saying? I'll take this call and more than likely whatever they have to say is legit. So I was in somewhere, I was out in a meeting or something, uh, somewhere and the cause is bodacious and his real name is James. So for, for the sake of, you know, your comfort, James calls. No, I know and him then, as bodacious uh, now. It's yeah. He's bodacious. You can't, you can't <laughs> go back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, what's up, Bo? He was like, yo, I just hit a lick. And I'm like, I right, talk to me, you know, cause a, a, a lick or a come up, you know, that's in our world where we, you know, cash up front for everything. And a lot of times our expenditures are on us. When somebody hits a lick and they're sharing it with you, you us all ears. So my antenna went up. I was like, talk to me. He said, hey, man, um, I just got companion passes. So I was like, oh, that's what's up. Tell me more about it. He said, well, a friend of mine called me, said they had this connect with American Airlines and if you're looking for companion passes. So I went ahead and bought it and I've traveled already. So I wanted to wait to see if it was all good before I shared it. Cause she asked me if I knew any more, anybody, she had two more. So when you say, you know, this is just two, two men of a certain age and, and, and similar backgrounds, you say you checked it out already yeah. and it's good to me. That's it. It's, it's, it's legitimate because I know buddy passes are not all the way above board anyway. Right. So if you come across someone that has access to them, it's kind of like, oh, that's a that's a hookup. That's a hookup because they know, you know, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s used to be called buddy passes. Now they're companion passes because people used to take advantage of the other programs. I did my research and all that. This is how much I, I got scarred. I had to go go back and face the history of, of companion passes <laughs> so what they used to be was for spouse only yes families then it did spouse families then they ev ev uh, evolved into domestic partner then they were just companion passes where uh 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 attendant or, or uh you know flight attendant or whatever would have a certain amount to give to whoever they just had to designate whoever that person was and that person would then fly complimentary but only on standby. Real, real quickly, no. just mm. uh, I want to talk about Bodacious for a moment. Now, when, how uh -huh. long have you known Mr. Bodacious? 
Mm. Oh, 15, 15 easy. Wow. And do you know him, know him, or is he a comic? Like he's a comedy friend. That's different. Both. He's okay. come over for dinner. Both. He's come over. Yeah, he's come over. He's met your family. He's come over for dinner. We know this man. We've met each other's families, but not at the house. Mm, I see. Mm. So does he call you enough for you to be like, I'm gonna pick up the phone every time he calls? Or was this like kind of a random call? Yes. Both, if that makes sense. He calls enough, but it was a random it was call. A random I see. call from a man named Bodacious yeah. that said, I just hit a lick. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that already? I feel feelings about this. Okay. If, but if somebody calls me random named Bodacious and says, I just hit a lick and I want to get you in on it. But it's not, but again, he's torn with D.L. Hughley. Okay. So that already puts him in a different kind of. Okay. You're looking at it differently. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And even in hindsight, this would be a small kind of drop in the bucket. Right. For what he's probably making on tour with D.L. Hughley. Correct. Okay. Right. Okay. Correct. Okay. Right. So. For a lot of us traveling is, is air travel. So when you tell me I could get in on a on a on a companion pass, I was all in. So he told me he had tra- he took two trips, so it was legit. He waited to see how legit it was before he shared, it. and I was like, "Well, that's that's courtesy, that's considerate." I, I'm you know now I'm two up on. So I was like, "How much?" And he was like, "Uh, twelve hundred." And I was like, "Okay." So here's here's where here's where it got interesting for me. I was currently on tour with. For the first time in my career, a name comedian, and I was traveling a lot. So I was traveling with Bruce Bruce for two oh, years. Oh, Bruce Bruce, great. that's great. So put me in contact Love when Bruce I called Bruce. her. We talk. I'm super skeptical on the phone, you know, because I'm this. I'm not that guy. But in my no, head, of course I'm no you're sucker. not that guy. You're no. not. You're no, no victim. I'm not that guy. So so I get in contact with her, right? And so we talking, blah blah blah. And I'm really vetting her. Then I took a couple of days because I'm just that type of person. I'm, I'm, I don't trust nothing or nobody. Paranoid. And the second day, you know, you had those conversations with people. And they're like, hey, man, sometimes you just got to you just got to jump out there. You only live once. And I was like, all right. So I did it. And um, I was like, I, I have a, a flight coming up where I need to be in so and so, so and so. I went to the airport. Stand by. I boarded first, got on the trip, went, came back. I said, yo, I got to be uh, in two weeks. I got to be uh, da, da, da. same process. Da, 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 da. I get the stuff in my email, went to the airport, went further for longer, came back. Not a problem. So I took I took two trips, paid her cash out. I want to ask about how the booking works with her. You had to tell her every single time you were going to fly out and she would book it for you. Is that the case? Well, that's what she was doing. Oh, but it was just you just send the, um, you know, where you're going and when you want to be there ahead. And she would forward it because you're not you're on a companion. Right. I see. I mean, so, she's got to book yeah, it for you. You can't book it yeah, yourself. She, no, she was a gate agent. Uh, 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 allegedly. allegedly. So then every time you were going to go anywhere, you would have had to hit her up regardless. And saving a couple bucks wasn't just financially beneficial for Lamont. It also meant that he could signal to the management team of the headliner that he was touring with that they didn't need to worry about flying him out. He's got it covered. All of a sudden, Lamont was that much more bookable, but it wasn't without its red flags. Red flags should have been, should have been, should have been. 
Cash App. The Cash App The Cash App, 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 app application cash is, app. is an app. Well, the Cash App wasn't her. Oh, well, the oh. Cash App in general, I yeah. think cash we should be suspect of. Well, well, again, again, I, I'm already doing something that's uh, 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 yes. below board. <laughs> right. Sure. So, so I didn't have, a, so I didn't have right. a problem with with right. that per se. Cash App was, you know, is what you did. Is you know, so I took the two flights. She was so she hits me. Do you have anybody? I got one more. Do you no. have anybody that could, you know, da 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 da? So I'm like, okay, it's still not pyramid schemes and Ponzi. Still not, it's yeah. still not clicking. So I brought, I brought my sister. Oh. Oh, my sister's number was 15, 1500. Wow. Oh, no. My sister went to the Caribbean 10 days, came back, no issue. She was like, oh, da, da. and she flew standby to go to the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And she went, yep. beautiful vacation, came back, no issues. Yep. Incredible. No issues. This is how they get you. Got on the plane. And and, and that, that trip could have been worth half that. So you're already, you're yeah. one in to getting right. your money back. Though it would seem like everything was going fine, but let's take a quick break. And when we come back, the issues started to mount and Lamont misses a critical gig. Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. It's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook Cheddar, extraordinary dairy. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. On tour with Bruce Bruce. I was going to do this. Bruce Bruce for two years was talking about, I'm going to get you to the Stardome in, in Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. When I get you to the Stardome, you're just going to, you know, the Stardome is legendary. When I get you to the Stardome, when I get to every city we went, man, wait till you do the Stardome. Wait till you do the Stardome. Stardome comes around. After two years on, he, he's, he's got me for to open with him. There was uh, some complication, but I had just got the pass. And I said, yo, tell your management, I'll meet y'all there. Oh no! That week, that was my third trip. It was going to be my third trip. Did not work. So this this third trip to the to to Huntsville, Alabama, to the Stardome, big comedy opportunity, and it completely fell through. Management had already not booked wow. the flight, 
And then I couldn't get a flight. So I had to cancel, man. I was, I'm trying to get to one way rental. I was going to drive 19 hours. The whole thing fell apart. Now here's, here's, here's where it gets, you know, uh, this was horrible. The story is sad for me. That was the last time I toured. With oh Netflix. no. Because they felt like you, now, you flaked on them. Well, I don't know. We'll never know. Never explained. We'll never know. Ugh. But that was the last time. What did you reach right? back out and be like, what's going on? Yeah, I was like, yo, it was, you know, I fell through. I got scammed. Da, 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 da. Oh, you know, all right, well, we'll be in touch. It was it was like that. And, and this is four, five years later. Oh, oh. I hate this story. I, I, I credit. Yeah, I credit that as the as the source. I understand why you stalked this person for two months now. This makes sense. This is this would be so yeah. crushing. And so and and so even for the the twelve hundred, I did the math and I was like, uh, you know, six flights, four flights pays for itself. I'm yeah, good. okay, okay, okay. So yeah, okay, it pays okay, for okay. itself. So so, she uh, come to find out through conversation, uh, my sister put her coworker oh, on. Oh Jesus! God, no coworker, fifteen hundred. No. Right. So, but then it, the reason why it came back to me is because the coworker had issues. So the coworker never flew. Whoa. So the coworkers, ah, da, 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 tell your brother, da, 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 get your brother. And I'm like, hey, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> then it just, it let, came let louder Let me talk to Bodacious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so then, so she, uh, my sister tries to fly again. No dice. So what happens? So, so what sister, happens? What does no dice mean? It's just, just there are a lot of complications, and then, so the young lady's name is Angel L. Shields. So Angel L. Shields from American Airlines. We're trying to track Angel down, right? So she's not responding to the coworker. Then she stops responding to my sister. Then she stops responding to me. So now that's three households just trying to trying to track her down, and we, you know. We on Facebook, we on social media, we we in the pages and then her pages is changing. And then we all getting blocked from social media. So then I'm like, oh, red flag. So, you know, this this no. ain't good. So now we we calling from uh, block numbers. We start 67 and then we creating emails, mock emails to get at her. And <laughs> we on other people's Facebook pages. And now. We do we doing the real, you know, my 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 mom is in real estate, so there's a thing called skip tracing. Yeah. I mean, we skip tracing through the friends list. We called the pastor. Wow. So tell me, can we you explain called, skip we, tracing for the audience? Just just uh taking basic information and working backwards to find someone. Mm -hmm. And so we were going through uh, uh, we were bird dogging the, the you know Google Earth and <laughs> addresses. <laughs> we looking up case case numbers with with the last name and and then we're finding everything. And while we're trying to track her down, we're finding you know case, domestic violence oh cases, uh, 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 theft, uh, 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 you know. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, fraud and wire fraud and bank fraud. And like she had like like 25 cases in like 10 years. Wow. She just her name was was in court continuously. So we was like, oh, this is a problem. I'm not going to get my money back. So we still looking. Right. We, we get we get the pastor on there. We get the uh, uh, the mom, the, the stepmother. 
we I'm I'm in everybody's emails. I'm in everybody's emails. I mean, I'm on Facebook. People are shutting their Facebook uh, pages down because we're we're uh, for lack of a better term harassing. I don't know nothing about that. You got to talk to her. So I traced the uh, the number I uh, uh, sent the money to. Turns out to been her fiance, Fred Patterson. Right. So I Google him and he's he's a guy. He's a guy in St. Louis. He's a musician. He's on tour with Dietrich Hatton. What? He's on. He's a gospel music. Right. Gospel. So I go. Oh, yeah. He's a man so of God. Go, mm. Apparently. So he professes. So he doth protest. <laughs> so. So I call, I hit Dietrich Hatton on, on social media as, as a gospel artist. And I'm like, yo, you got a snake in your in your band. And you, you know, da, da, da. <laughs> And he was like, hey, thanks for letting us know. Uh, we had an issue with him last year. He no longer travels with us. And I was like, oh, OK, here's a recurring thing. So now I called um, I'm see they, they promote parties in St. Louis. So I'm, I'm calling the numbers on the bottom of flyers that I found on the internet. And, you know, and it's a venue and the venue is like, Oh yeah, they'll be here next week. I'm like, yeah, get your money up front. Cause they stealing, you know, I'm, Oh, I called the church to talk to the pastor. I said, you got some sinners in your congregation. <laughs> no, you did not. You did not call the church. <laughs> so, so we, I mean, we bombarding all the available information, trying to get her to respond. Right. So I finally find this one number. Was, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember how, but it was a Google voice and it was Fred's number. So Fred answers. So I'm like, Hey, my man, I'm like, I know what y'all on. Know where y'all at. Y'all got to run that back. Or it's, or it's, you know, it's going to be real uncomfortable. Y'all got to run that back. I don't know what you're talking about. Da, da, da. I said, my man, you can't, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause I you, paid yeah. you. Yeah. Whatever y'all got going on. I was like, nah, it ain't that. So this was, they was, they was getting married. Right. So they had the wedding stuff all over social media. I was like, it's you and her now, buddy. Y'all just got married. Cause this over the course of like two months. I was like, y'all just got married. It's you too. At this point, how much money do they have that people got nothing for basically? Like you took two flights on that $1,200. So it kind of almost paid for itself. Your sister took a flight 15. and then her friend mm -hmm. took zero flights. That's three, four, right. Uh, right. just under 5,000 that we know yeah. of. Yeah. Right. And so I was just trying to get my mine and my sister's back. I was trying to get, I was 27. I kept saying 27. I need that 27. So she, she, you know, duck and dodge. Then uh, one time her, uh, a new page pops up with a different name and we found her on Facebook. So we all bombarded her inbox. Then everything just went dark. So I got a friend that worked, you know, uh, for the FBI. And I was like, at my wits end, I was like, what can I do legally? I said, yeah. because that, that's, that's where I want to stay because it could have, it could have mm -hmm. went left. So it was like, well, I called the police. They like, so I had to either go to St. Louis and file locally or get somebody in the phone and process through the court with a, a witness who lived who lived there locally. I did all that. So I got the police report, got the FBI report. So I said, you know what? Let me go to Black Twitter. Yes. That's where you should have gone said, first. I'm, I'm tripping. Hello? Do I your thing, Twitter. It. I didn't think that's about it. it. So, yeah, yeah. So that's how I started it. That's how I started the sentence. I said, Twitter, I got a story to tell. Bring, bring some weed. Do your thing. So... We had pictures. I did a whole, my girl was walking me through it because I wasn't real savvy with that. And I did the whole thread with each post had a yes. different picture. So it was a like little a story. little story. Oh, it was like, yeah. Yeah. And when I tell you, I have never gone viral 
that went viral. Yeah. Why about 50 people no. inbox me saying they had gotten scammed oh, by her? Wow. Quick maths. 1,500 times 50, $75,000, if that. People are hitting me. I'm talking, like, I have legit, you know, business friendships now from those wow. people. He had a, a, a cigar business, and he, he goes and sources his product in Nicaragua. He got stranded in Nicaragua one time. <sighs> there, was, there was a publicist to an to a A-list celebrity who hit me and was like, yeah, we got her, uh, me, my friends, um, rock band people. It was um, like, it was oh my. unbelievable, wow. unbelievable. And like the, the, the post two years later, three years later, still people would hit me. Yo, I know them. They got me too. I had a friend of mine who was an American uh, flight attendant and on the West coast. She was like, yeah, I know Angel. Yeah, she don't work with us no more. She was stationed in D.C. I ran to National Airport. Man, ran to the counter. Paperwork, pictures, all this. And I was like, this person, they said they work here. <laughs> da, da, da. They, like manager a, came uh, in the sir, back. Sir, do you have any luggage? Yeah, no, I ain't no, got no I damn got, luggage. I got yeah. things oh. to say. Oh, they weren't. <laughs> man, they weren't trying to hear nothing. <laughs> then the manager came. She gave, here's the number to call. I said, nah, I called all those numbers. Da, 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 da. So she go back. And I'm furious and she's giving me no love. So she walks away. And then this one, two people down, she's like, sir, I came down and she said, I know Angel. Oh, no. She said, yeah, they fired. They fired her last year for, she gave me the whole story for, uh, doing this. you know, cooking, cooking the books. Yeah. Doing the, doing the thing. I said, yo, I said, you think you could, you could still, you know, she said, I talked to her from time to time. So I got her wow. number or whatever. And I was trying to, I was trying to coax her into, yeah. you know, being a mole for me trying to reach her um that never panned out but during the course of me you know filing the police report in st louis filing the fbi the local fbi um uh, fraud investigation and calling i called the i traced the uh the numbers back from the flight itinerary from from american airlines to the point of purchase and what i found out was there's a third party booker she was just booking flights with your money. Yeah. Oh my God. She wasn't even doing anything internally at American Airlines. Yeah. She wasn't even using a buddy pass. No. She was taking the previous money that she got from the last person, paying for yours. You go bring somebody else to her. She take your money, pay for theirs. So yeah, it looked like legit. you know, the trips are coming. She was just booking. So I so I'm talking to the lady on the third party. I can't remember which site it was. And I was like, um, I said, I, I got an open investigation. I just got a few questions, you know, sweet talk to her. She said, well, let me pull it up. Cause it does seem strange. She said, oh, this is her on the phone. Oh my <laughs> God. She had like 30 pages of bookings under the same credit card. Oh number. my God. I said, can you send me, you know, some type of visual of that? So she wow. sent that, I sent that, included that with the FBI. Yo, uh, when the person on the yeah, phone like says, 30. oh my God, yeah. it's like yeah. when you're, yeah. it's yeah. like when you're at the doctor and you're like, what about, what do you think about this doctor? They're like, oh my God, <laughs> never a good sign. <laughs> never a good sign. So she gave me the address attached to the credit card number. So we, we Google Oof. earth the, uh, you know, let's the, go. Uh, Little, little downtown lofts where they lived at, seen the front door, 
Guess what? I, I, I'm telling you, I'm in the wrong line of work. So on the front door, it was a uh, uh, now leasing. <laughs> uh, you, you could be home now. I'm talking about the the visual, yeah. you know, the Google yeah. Earth street, 360 street degree. View. Yeah. Street view. Yeah. And so it was like, you could be home now. Let's call this number, man. We zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. <laughs> so we, we, we piecing the numbers together, doing the combinations, whatever, because, because it's hazy. We finally get the front desk. And I'm like, say, man, uh, is, is Angel Fred around? Oh, do you do your mm-hmm. best no, Beverly Hills cop impression? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> hey, this Fred cousin, man. I'm just trying to. No, nah, I got a package for them, man. We went through the whole thing, and, they, and I got this clothes. They were like, um, they was like, nah, they not here right now. I said, what, what time you expect them? And he was like, wait a minute, <laughs> nah, I can't tell you all that. <laughs> but they like, live there. I was like, but they still. Yeah, I was like, they still live there. Wait though, right? a he minute. Was like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> not allowed to give out that information, man. If I, if man, if I tell you. There were several times that I had reasons to drive to St. Louis. I knew some people in St. Louis that 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 had had got yeah. scammed, and they were in the industry. And that uh, matter of fact, the, uh, one young lady, she's the one that told me to file the police report because she did, and she won a judgment oh. in court the year before, but she never paid. So I was like, "No, nah, I just want to expose them." Yeah. And so I we were we were like you know us. My girl, my sister, her friends. We were like, hey, man, we we got family in St. Louis. Take a road trip and go, you know, touristing in St. Louis. And then the pandemic. And that's where the story slowed to a to a halt. Well, listen, so, everyone out there at Froster's LPN, if you've been scammed by this similar scam. Good start of we, class action. Angel, Angel Shields. Angel, Angel Sh- No, that's what that's what I would that's what I would wish to happen. Angel L. Shields which is now Angel Shields Patterson, Fred Lamont Patterson. He's a musician. She's a con artist. They they got married. They still live in St. Louis. They've, they've switched up all their pages two and three and four and five times. A lot of people know them. How does it feel talking about it now? How do you feel several years later now that it happened? This is cathartic because I've never actually told the full story publicly and used their names. I could see, we could feel... The energy from you coming off, even over Zoom here, we could feel it. Yeah, and so we really appreciate you sharing it with us. Now, we have one little bonus for you. Lamont was an actual victim. Of course, we know that. But this show was almost a victim as well. I know. Specifically, our intern, Robert Rosigliano. He was targeted by, I, I don't know how to say this, one of you. you lit- one of you did this. Because this person had to have listened to our episode, heard who our intern was at the time, email him, and pose as, ready, me. They posed as me. Again, not trying to sell an NFT, but Justin and I hopped on with Robert to see what happened. I mean, I'm so offended and also flattered. Robert, welcome to the show. Justin and I are here with you to talk to you about this. And so tell me what happened. You got a text message from me. From my work email, I got uh, an email from someone who claimed to be you. It was something along the lines of, uh, Robert, um, please send me your, your number. And then it was, it was, you know, your signature was, was at the end. Um, so I was like, um, I, was, I, was, I was like, okay. So I sent my phone number right away and I got it right in front of me. It says, uh, Robert, I need to know if you are available at the moment. I need you to run a quick task but let me know if you got my text. And I was like, 
<laughs> okay. What was the? Do you remember the email address? Did it look fishy, or you just were just it, responding very quickly? So I didn't look. I was responding really quickly. I didn't look at the actual email address until I realized that I was getting scammed, and the email address was definitely fishy. Um, but like when when I first saw the email, I just I just assumed it was you, so I didn't look into it. So. You know, after I got this text, I was like, uh, I said, I just got out of the MPRE and I'm on my way back home. What do you need? What a great intern. Come on, folks. Just let's just bring them up here. Let's pull up the images. We have them. Okay. All caps. Subject line. My name. Perfect. Quick from from quick response. <laughs> okay. Kindly reconfirm your cell number and wait for my text. Best regards. Okay. You give him. You give this this person, this scammer, my num your number. Okay, go to the next. What's the next thing? This this is first text message. Then after I responded, they they said, Robert, I am going into a meeting and I need you to help handling purchasing some cards for corporate giving programs <laughs> at any nearest store. I will send you a list of what's needed. Okay. Okay, Robert. Okay, break me down here. What is corporate? Couldn't couldn't tell you. I, I don't know what corporate giving program means. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, that's a little weird, but you know, I'm, you know, I, I'll do I'll do what he needs. You know, I I could pick someone up. It's not a big deal. He needs cards for the corporate giving program. He needs, yeah. he needs cards, right? So yeah, then I respond. The man needs cards. Let's not let's not push back. Let's not ask questions. Right. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, let, let me know and. Right away, this person pretending to be you says, I want you to purchase three eBay cards, $200 times three. I will reimburse you immediately. I'm done with my program. How soon can you get this done? I'm what is my program? We often give out eBay cards uh, on the podcast. You're, you're charitable. Listen, fraudsterslpn at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, Justin and I will both send you signed eBay gift cards. <laughs> charitable guys, you know? I, I was like, okay, you know, I've never heard of giving away eBay cards, but, but you know, I'm, I'm with it. That, that's fine. So I respond, and I'm like, I'm going to be home in about an hour. I could do it then. And then you respond and say, you can locate any store on your way going home and grab them. My program will start in few. I'm like, okay, this is a scam. <laughs> this is totally so you can So that's when you that's when you felt it. I mean, I felt it kind of the whole time. That was that text right there was kind of the breaking point. I gotta send this to Cena, make sure it's not, you know, make sure it's not one. So I sent it to, and right away you responded and you're like, buddy, that's a scam. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and this is when you responded, of course, do you want my social security number now while we're at it? Yeah. And to their credit, he said no. Um, and then, you know, tried to, to follow up saying, what store close by? You know, they could at least, you know, if they're going to scam me, they could at least try to use proper, you know, English, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dead giveaway there yeah. with the... Awful English. Yeah, and I guess I didn't respond for a few minutes. And he said, text received, question mark. Um, <laughs> so I looked up the, uh, it's a 937 area code here. So I Googled the area code and it, it came to Dayton, Ohio. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that scene is not from Ohio from what I know. So um, 
I was like, all right, I'll have some more fun with this guy. So I said, 937 area code. Wow, Sina, I didn't know you were from Ohio. How interesting. <laughs> let's try to call. Let's try to call this person. Cyber you have dialed is not in service. Oh. If you feel you've received this message in error, please hang up and try your calling. Big, big shout out to any of the criminals that actually listen to the show, by the way. Yeah, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for the listen, criminals. <laughs> we appreciate it. Hey, we see you, we hear you, and text received. Text received, yeah. Robert, what did this make you feel like when it happened? I wasn't close to, you know, actually falling for it, but, but you know, it, it's definitely something that people got to be aware of, you know, for sure. Well, Robert, uh, that was probably, was that the peak of your legal internship here at Frosters? Yeah, that was definitely How one exciting. Of the, that's definitely one of the more memorable experiences. That should be like a, a, a I guess, a, an initiation program, you know, for all the interns here, you know. Mm. We should try to scam more interns. We're going to scam our new one that just started. So I, I'm really excited about it. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you for not buying eBay cards. <laughs> At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for. Trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. She completely pulled the wool over her town's eyes. Do you think you were just smarter than everybody else, Rita? Fifty-three plus million dollars is just unbelievable. She lived quite a life, totally different life than what she portrayed here. By day, she's wearing municipal clothes, and by night, she's dripping with jewels and furs. World champion, Rita Crunwell. She had this grand, high-stakes horse empire. My first thought was, Dixon has that much money? That you could embezzle that much money from a little tiny place like this? 
people just trusted her so well, more than anything. Rita, how did you go to bed and not think, whose lives I'm infecting here? One of the things the FBI wanted to find out was, did she do this alone? Was she hiding for somebody else? For 20 years, I worked side by side with this woman, and I never knew her. I never really knew her. Kelly Richmond Pope sat down with Justin and I and talked to us about how we view victims, red flags that we can all catch, and the state of fraud madness today. You know, this particular episode, we're really focusing on stories from victims. And so stories from people. And I love that in your book, you kind of were like, I studied these fraudsters for so long, but I didn't really get enough of like what victims were going through. And that's one of the things that we realized with this show as well is that we kind of fetishize the the fraudsters. All the cool movies and TV shows are about the fraudsters and no one wants to really hear about it. And I've talked about my own times being scammed and, and the audience has been pretty tough on me. Oh, sure. <laughs> but, we, we think victims are stupid. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's pretty funny. And sure, you know, some decision making could have been better on my part as well. But we always talk about this show, talking about fraudsters in the sense of, uh, have you been taken advantage of uh, financially when you were in a vulnerable situation? So what are the types of, of common ways where people can find themselves in a vulnerable situation where they are susceptible to fraud? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, hmm. I think when we find ourselves in situations where we don't have any control to test out the red flags that we might be curious about. So for example, you think about in, in my victims chapter, I talk about innocent bystanders and organizational targets. So I talk about it, that some people don't even know what hit them. In my documentary, the victims of Dixon, Illinois, the victims of the Rita Cronwell fraud in Dixon, Illinois, there were red flags that they, they knew, they saw, but they couldn't really do much about it. So Rita Cronwell owned over 400 horses, which seems odd for a person that works for the government that makes $80,000 a year. So it would seem odd that someone would own that many horses, okay? The rumors, people people questioned it. They were like, gosh, this seems like this person has a lot of horses. And the rumor was she received dividends from stocks that she owned. Both of those things you can't verify. Mm. And so that's the tough part about being a victim is we often find ourselves in situations where we see a red flag, let's just call it a yellow, a, a pink flag, because we can't, we can't check it, you know, and it's even worse when there are situations where we can't check it at all. So you think about the people on an airplane, you just hope that your pilot has gone through all the safety protocols that have to happen <laughs> <laughs> because you have no way of checking. We, I mean, I'm a board a plane tomorrow. I'm going to board that plane and I'm going to assume that Boeing has done all the appropriate checks that it needs to go through. I'm going to assume that everybody on the assembly line did everything they were supposed to do, but there's no way that I can even check to see if they did or didn't victims. So we, we're hard on victims though. And you have to ask yourself why, because a lot of times victims don't know, they don't know what they don't know. 
And so there's a lot of situations that we find ourselves um, in just like that. You know, my brother's a plastic surgeon. I've said this story on the show before, but he called me one day and he's like, I think I screwed up. And, and my brother's, you know, these surgeons, they're very smart people. But he got a robocall from AT&T, who is our cell phone provider. And they said, it was a robocall from AT&T. And they said, please type in your social security number. We need to access your account. This poor guy is just this man who was in school for 15 years, who has ripped cancer out of people, who has done microsurgeries and rebuilt people's faces, put in his social security number on a random robocall. He was busy. He was busy. And that's like, how do we recognize that moment? Because it just happened in a split second. You know, that's when you have to follow your gut because there was that little voice, there, that voice. Because yeah. there was something about when that call happened to him, there was something that made him say, oh, this isn't right. But I don't have time to just, I don't have time to figure it out right now. And yeah. so had he taken that time, that maybe three extra minutes, he probably wouldn't have done it. But that's scary. Scary. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. Now I kind of every 18 to 24 months, he gets some sort of weird charge. I bet. <laughs> all, of I bet, I bet all of his information is on the dark web for sale for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Exactly. <laughs> you also included some red flags uh, as part of the addendum in your book, which I was like, oh, cool. This must be like some real appendix academic type <laughs> stuff here. <laughs> it was like, no, no, wait a minute. She's got bits on on red flag triggers on your uh, PDF. Listen, here. listen, this is they incredible. are they are real. Like, it's OK, as as funny as you might think they are. Just think about them. OK, let's go through a few of them. Let's go through a few. OK, number one, Justin, and I will agree with this one never trust anyone who doesn't like dogs oh, come on yeah. of course that's like a good chug of the internet that's gonna be that you and this can't is the trust thing. cat lovers can yeah. also love dogs but, sure of course but if you hate a dog yeah yeah Red shout out to the fraudsters pet channel on our discord <laughs> we have a whole channel where people post dog and cat pictures and pet pictures it's fantastic Very nice, yeah. here's another one that i can really agree with never trust anyone with a hotmail account Come on. Right. Who has Hotmail anymore? Me. But, <laughs> but there's a reason why I have it. Anytime I think something is fraudulent, I put Hotmail into it. <laughs> okay. I, no, I, don't put my, I don't put my real email. Like, yeah, it's like okay, a burner so, email. So, so then you're, you're, um, you agree with the, the red flag then? That's, that's your. That's definitely a flag. Yeah. Well, well it's, I'm flagging them. You shouldn't flag but me. But you're using it. it. <laughs> but you're using it as a way to just stop fraud. You think yeah. <laughs> it's safer for yeah. you because yeah. you don't believe it's real, so you're going to use Hotmail. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Love this one. Never ever trust someone who doesn't like Beyonce. Oh yeah, don't ever say that. Don't ever in public say that you don't like Beyonce. <laughs> don't oh my goodness. That. Don't ever say that. She's not offensive no, to anyone. I mean, some people might think she's not the greatest singer. Some people might think she's not as um, artistically gifted as others. Some people don't ever say it, though. Okay, I want to do two more. Two more. Never trust anyone who doesn't have a streaming account. So if they're just, like, getting passwords from everybody, that's already... Or they don't stream at all. So, like, what are you... They... There's no more Blockbuster. So, like, what are you doing? What are you watching? I'm a, I'm, you know? I go to Redbox at a... And my county, and my county. Your, gas your laptop doesn't even have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you watching Redbox? <laughs> and this one, uh, this last one for all the comedians that are on this show and that are listening: never trust people who talk about themselves incessantly. <laughs> uh, 
Or, or even the third person. Like, you know, like third, Kelly said, yeah. like, aren't you sitting no, right that's here? That's a huge flag. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. huge flag. The, yeah, these flags you can test. These are testable flags or things that you should be aware of. I wanted them to be casual so that people could realize that we are not, we just excuse away a lot of things and allow them to enter our lives. And we don't always either have control set up or pay attention to the red flags that are just right there. So I wanted them to be fun. I wanted people to say, yeah, that, that is right. Like a person that doesn't like dogs, I'm probably a little bit weary of them or a person that can't say thank you. They're probably somebody I don't want to work with in the future. I should be weary of them. Someone that says you're welcome on email. That's a slight flag. For me. <laughs> if I say thank you, if you follow up with a you're welcome no, email. No, no, Come no. on. No. That's too many. That's too many. I said thank you. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> You've been a victim of fraud as well in your classroom of all places. Cheating. You talked about this is crazy. This is crazy. And Justin, as a professor, was on the academic integrity board yes. um, at his job. And so I heard all kinds of stuff. These students that are going, I have a child. I have another one on the way. We got to teach them how to not to cheat. What happened? How did they cheat? And what, what, how did you feel when you heard that this happened in your, in your fraud class? Well, what, what was interesting to me was I always thought that I had created an environment where students would feel comfortable talking to me, sharing if something happened. And I walk out of the room for four minutes. I come back. Everybody's working on their tests. When they all turn in their tests, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm going to go back to my office. I'm going to grade. Well, a student then sends me a text message and says, you know, Professor Pope, I got to tell you something. When you walked out of the room, there was a student that stood up and said, hey, I got, I got letter A for number 15 and letter C for number 16. What did you get? Now, they know they're not supposed to do this. We got an honor code. You're not supposed to do this. You're definitely not supposed to do this. And so I was like stunned, annoyed, angry, because now I have to deal with this. So what bothered me was only one student said something to me about it. I should have had 39 other students saying something to me about it. So yeah. I sent out an email and I said, okay, hypothetically speaking, if I told you that there was a camera recording your actions when I left the room, what should I know about you before I look at the video? Hypothetically speaking, Oof. of course. Wow. And in comes the messages. I didn't say anything. I was key. I was minding my business. I, I didn't say anything. I didn't speak up. I didn't stand up. And I'm like, Oh, so you did see something. So I'm thinking that everybody should have said something. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was shocking to me that um, only one person came forward and it showed, showed me, A, I don't have any internal controls clearly in my classroom. I need to get that camera and I can never <laughs> leave the classroom for any, re easy, any reason because they're going to cheat if I do. I'm joking. They, did, they, they don't do that anymore. But um, <laughs> that's what happened. And I was, I was surprised. Yeah. Um, and then I said, do they know I do fraud research? Like, why would somebody do this in my class? Like, I'm the wrong person for you to do it in my class. I will find you and figure it out. And I did. <laughs> and he did. And it's like part of your book. You got paid on it, too. So it's like it's you won at the end of the day. Yes, I won. <laughs> um, well, with all this crypto and all this technology, my last question really is, it's like, it seems, it seems like we're almost in a golden age of fraud. Would you say so? You know, we're at an interesting age of fraud. And I think um, 
what I've witnessed and what I'm intrigued by is the schemes have pretty much stayed the same, but the yeah. profiles of those that are engaging in the schemes have changed. So now oh. you're seeing more professional people, more entrepreneurs, more lawyers, more um, accountants, doctors, nurses engaging in schemes. I mean, just think about a lot of people that engage in the PPP loan frauds during the pandemic were professional people. You know, yeah. I'm doing this study right now where I'm interviewing people that engage in insurance fraud. And there's this one um, person that I interviewed that um, <laughs> she would recruit homeowners to stage losses in their home so that they could increase the amount that insurance would pay pay them. But they were all it was all fraudulent. Like so, she would say, "Let me come to your house. Let me figure out how to stage." a um, a leak in your kitchen. We're going to break a couple pipes. We're going to break some tile so that your insurance claim will be higher. Okay. Then I'm going to, I'm going to find a plumber that, that will do this, that will break all of these things and help you with your insurance claim. The people that there were about a hundred fraudulent claims that were submitted. First time offenders. These are not career criminals. These are people that were lieutenants in the police force, um, you know, professional people, teachers, uh, real estate agents, doctors, lawyers. In my years of, of studying fraud profiles, I've never seen the increase of the everyday fraudster that I'm seeing now, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to make the book really accessible and readable and readable. And so that people could be a little bit more self-reflective when they read it. Wow. That makes so much sense. I was thinking, it, and it, because it always, it feels like the velocity of fraud has increased, but that's probably because it's been almost democratized. Well, and so ex- many absolutely. New people are. Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost like when you think about um, police brutality, you know, has it increased or is it just reported more because we can film it? You know, so I yeah. think the evolution of people sharing the content or sh- sharing what they're witnessing is um has increased and so i I love what you just said that fraud has become democratized absolutely thank you so much kelly and you could watch her doc at all the queen's horses film.com you'll find that and a link to her book in this episode's description our last fraud story comes from aaron and jason signs aaron is the co-host of the dumbbells podcast on headgum you can find her on instagram at aaron mcgowan And Jason is a comedian and writer whose work you can find on Netflix, Comedy Central, and even, yes, Fox News. Follow him on Instagram, at Jason C. Signs. They told us their very personal experiences with scammers. And then I'm going to do a sync clap with you both. So if you guys want to clap with me, one of you could clap with me. Okay. Uh, Ready? Three, two, one. Great. Look at that. Nailed it. Why did you hit Jason? Why did you hit him? (laughs) Someone asked to. Yeah, we have a uh, couple's counseling right after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's always scheduled for right after a podcast. So <laughs> that's the time to do it. Jason and Aaron signs. Welcome to Fraudsters to talking. Oh, you're frozen. God, oh, how are we frozen right away? That's- Already. <laughs> Already. Fr- oh, there you go. You're back now. Okay. You're back. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. Right. We won't touch it again. Okay. Perfect. I'm not. That's going to be the intro. Okay. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> not even going to do it Good again. Good sailing.
<laughs> um, you guys have some fraud stories to tell us. I'm sad and excited to hear them. Uh, Aaron, I remember yeah. briefly hearing about yours. Uh, Jason, you were texting me about them last night. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Do you want to flip a coin and give us some context and, and what, what happened? Well, I, I'm going to go first. Yeah, well, Aaron's story, she has, it happened to her. So she has more details. She'll have the juicier story, I think. But it does lead into when I, when it happened to Jason, it happened to my mother, uh, mom, I uh, knew the next year. Yeah. Because of what I had been through, what was happening. And I was like, no, okay, we'll set us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, set us, set Justin and I up here, and then we will will shepherd everyone through this through this tremendous this journey. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jason and I, I have to preface this. I feel like because it explains a little bit of the mental state I was in when this phone call came in, and I think that yeah. that I'd like to believe this wouldn't have actually happened to me had this experience not like been looming over my head, which was absolutely that Jason and I went through a huge traumatic experience together on our third date. We fell through a skylight together. Mm -hmm. And I became paralyzed and I I was in the hospital during this time. Yes, he was in the hospital. We were, um, we, this, the, the scam happened to me in February. This uh, accident happened in December. So we were like three months out and I had just gotten home from the gym. I was going to go to work. So I was like running home to do a few things and I get this phone call. I answer it. And it was a guy telling me some crazy story about how my car, I had my name had been on a car that had been rented in Texas and they, there was a crime committed in this car and, and my DNA or some crazy thing like, it was in there. So th- this guy was calling to let me know he was going to help me get to the bottom of it. Cause he was sure it wasn't my fault, but he was going to help me. And like, I didn't want to have anything bad happening because I was starting a lawsuit and I didn't want, I, I just remember thinking like, Oh, uh, this is the worst case scenario for my life. I can't have this happen. And this sounds crazy, but like if he would have said Pennsylvania, I would have been like, I, I, I drove through there once 30 years ago, but I have family in Texas. I just had this like thing of like, when, it, when did I go there? Has it been like, what have I done? Like what, like I knew I hadn't been recently, but I also was like, there's a world I have been to Texas in the last year. And so that got me too. basically, I started crying. I was like, like I was crying every day at this point. So this is not unusual. Um, but I started crying. He tells me to calm down. He told me to calm down so many times. What a nice man. It was so nice. Um, (laughs) calm down. Jeez. I'm here to help you. I'm here to scare. I mean, help you. (laughs) Um, God, so he he tells me the way to help me. And this is sort of where it just gets embarrassing. It's just like <laughs> he's like, the way I'm going to help you is like somebody has taken your identity. That's uh, we can tell you that if you haven't been to Texas and you haven't committed a crime, does he seem like a nice person? Then you someone has taken your identity and I will help you get it back. 
the way to do that is to go get all of your money out of your bank account because that's the oh. first thing they're going to come for. And you're going to need to close your bank account and we'll get you a new bank account. But in the meantime, we need to, you to put all of your money into, oh God, uh, into gift cards. Oh, uh, sorry. No. Justin, why are you laughing? <laughs> uh, no. No. Wait, wait, uh, how all of your money into gift cards? Yeah. Everything you got in the bank that is a gift card. Because that's the safest place for your money right now is uh where the guys can't get it in in google play gift cards um Hmm. so and i couldn't hang up that was another part of this was i wasn't allowed to hang up the phone that was like if something about that and god i just wish i would have hung up the phone because anyone would have told me aaron this is a scam so i go to the bank he won't let me get off the phone at the bank i just have to stay on the phone I have him on speakerphone and he directs me to not tell the bank what's going on. Wow. Wow. Again, I hear this (sighs) and I'm just like, my chest is tightening up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a, he had a gun to your head through your phone. Yeah. That's yes. Yes. That's how it felt. I was, I just remember feeling so sweaty. I was so sweaty. I just crying, like constantly crying this whole time. Oh, so sorry. So I closed my bank account. I get all the money I have out, which I'm just going to say it because it wasn't that much. But to me, it was uh, it was the most money I had ever had in my savings account, which was five thousand dollars. I get out five thousand dollars. I get it. I have it in cash. I then this man directs me because I can't do all of that at one grocery store. So then I start going to grocery stores and buying gift cards with this cash. And I go, I can't remember how many grocery stores I went to probably five. Cause I think I could only do like a thousand dollars. I went, I, this was so it's so makes me just want to die. I go through all of this. I get all the gift cards. Then he has me read the like scratch off the little pin and read him all the numbers oh my god and while i'm doing this i am crying and i just kept saying i don't understand why how this is helping like i don't understand i was like you're gonna give me this money back and he was like yes of course why would we keep this like we're trying to help you and i was just like what why why i just kept being and it was like it was like zebra t like what's t like thomas like i was like i i could not i could not stop crying oh so sorry so um then he then this is when it like i don't remember if he he i think he directed me to go to the social security administration building and i had gotten there because i think he was like you need to change your social security number or something which to be honest i don't even know if you could do i (laughs) um i don't is that even a thing (laughs) i don't know um but so i was i remember i was sitting in the parking lot and he said we're gonna need um in order for us to close this case today we're gonna need a thousand more dollars is there anyone you know that you could get a thousand dollars from and I was like, wow, I was they, like, no, I have, 
my my family is not rich i don't have i was like i just live in la and all my friends are trying to make it themselves no one has extra money and so he finally was like you need to call your parents like you need to get more money and so i he finally let me hang up to call my parents and when i called my mom my mom i'll never forget she said it was like the sweetest voice she was like oh aaron you're being scammed and it was the Mm. first time that i like really started like everything kind of started to like replay what i had just done and that was oh my god i just like lost Uh. it and then i went inside the social security administration building and i was like like on the phone with my mom, I was like, tell me it's, this is not a scam. This is what this guy did. And it was just like the security guard. He was like, you've been scammed. Here's what you do next. Um, and I sent the, cause the guy, like he, the, one of the ways he got me to believe it was his story was like this email. He like sent me an email with like, Hey, this is, this is the police report of your car and all the all the stuff that all the charges and so i responded to that email with you're a piece of shit and i i found that email and i forgot that he had given me his name was chris paul and i don't know why i was like that's the funniest like i should have known it was a scam this guy's name is chris paul so that's did he play for the rock (laughs) yeah I, i should have followed it up with that I feel, you know, I feel really bad, you know, cause you, you were at a vulnerable moment and that's like the last, you know, that's like, this was the, you know, it was the perfect person time for that person to strike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think, do you think they somehow found out about you in some way? I mean, I definitely had put it on, on social media. I hadn't really thought about that, but that is maybe a, like a tool that people like that can use i don't know if that's hmm. exactly what happened but did he know your name immediately did he call you aaron mcgown actually i kind of think he did hmm. dark probably yeah, i wonder dark, dark web yeah yeah i wonder if they just did some digging on that because it seems tough to be like a, a law of numbers where they're just doing it all the time i know that's one of the ways they they do it but yeah Feels like they must have done some digging. I'm so sorry. I remember when you told me that the last time. I think it was like two years ago now you told me that. <laughs> I and I was like, I felt this, this, I don't think, I think my reaction is the same as in like my chest is tight. I, I know. feel awful. I know our fans are reaching out and giving you a virtual hug. So I'm so sorry that happened to well, you. Well, what's funny is like, I, like, I know what your podcast is. I, w- I have talked to you about this. And then even like 20 minutes before this, I was like, Oh God, I have to say it again. Oh God. Like it's like still, it's still very like chest uh, tight. Yeah. Like it is. And like my best friend, Melissa had a similar phone call and it was after my experience. And she told them, she had him on the phone for like an hour. I'm not kidding. She wanted to waste their time. Right. And she kept leading, like leading and leading. And she was like, that's the, and at the end she was like, this guy, when she said, Hey, I know you're a fucking scam artist, never call here again. And the guy like went off on, like said some of the darkest, 
shit yeah. you've ever heard when she told me i was like oh my gosh but but i was like hey you wasted an hour of this idiot's life and and didn't get scammed i love that you saved someone else so have fun with them everybody yeah. just don't give them your savings account <laughs> wow if it if it makes you feel any better, there was a guy who used to uh, mess around with 419 scammers who would say, I can send you the numbers, but I need to make sure it's that it's really you. Please put a raw fish on your head and send me the photo. <laughs> and, he, and, and, and he'd make the scammers take all these ridiculous, he's like, please uh, wear a German lederhosen in the middle of a field of daisies and then I can get you this money. And and he just put all the photos on a website of like- I love that. Uh, That's scam, incredible. Scam I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh yes i mean this story i've heard it aaron's told me before but not the full version and it just yeah. infuriates me yeah it infuriates yeah. me because one i i love aaron and i hate that she was taken advantage of it uh, of such uh, a magnitude but also that there these people exist yeah that they have no problem and no uh conscience about literally lying and taking people's money who are vulnerable. Most of them are old and you know, they got lucky catching Aaron on a fucking bad day and it just makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Or, ha or having a crying woman in a bank on the phone and not even having the moment of being like, you know what? <laughs> Like, never mind. You know what? Never mind. Uh, uh, it, we're, it, it's it's okay. We'll we'll get him to drop the charges. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll it's figure just, it out. Don't worry. Yeah, you seem pretty upset. Yeah. Uh, Spend the gift cards. At, at what was it? You could keep it. You could buy a bunch of MP3s or something yeah. like that. Google Play gift cards. Buy some buy some movies on on YouTube on us. God. Because that's more sociopathic to keep you on the phone and like have your no. to experience your suffering in real time. Yeah, it's different yes. than like click this link. Like the click your link guy, at least he's depersonalizing himself yeah. a little bit. He's but to keep you on the phone is like that's like that person's actually probably a murderer yeah. as well. <laughs> Jason, what's your fraud story? You have one. Um, well, well, my fraud story happened around the same time. Um, after my my accident and my paralysis i was living in hollywood and uh my mother was staying with me and you know the, nothing's better than being freshly injured in a wheelchair with your mom hanging around all the time <laughs> yeah but we were trying we were getting along as best as we could and towards the end of that uh you know the first year after rehab when i was back on the streets we had decided to um go to a specialty rehab center in jacksonville florida it was brooks rehab center and they had an amazing technology it was like an ex exoskeleton it was like oh. robot legs that would uh be strapped onto my legs and with little wires they would feel the fate impulses of me trying to walk which would make the robot legs walk. And so it was a really cool rehab technique that really tried to like connect to whatever faint nerve responses I still had in my lower body. And it was great, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's not the scam. That's not the scam. No, I <laughs> Thank mean, God, because I was like, that would be so yeah. what the where yeah. are we going? Yeah, it was fake. It Did was the robot legs made out of with an exoskeleton. Holy <laughs> shit. This took a turn. Okay, thank God. So that was just background? No, that's oh, just background. God, that's sweating. just where I was going. And I loved going there. And um, I had to end my rehab 
uh, short because COVID-19 hit. Yeah. Oh. And no. when Jacksonville, Florida shuts down for COVID, you know, the rest of the country has been shut down for about three, four weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we got back to L.A., yes. no, no cars were on the street. It was like a ghost town. And we're like, what the hell has happened? <laughs> Anyways. We wanted uh, to get tickets. Me and my mother were going to go to Jacksonville. So she was looking for tickets online. She told me that she searched on the Internet for uh, Delta's customer service book tickets hotline on the Internet. I don't know if she was using Google or Yahoo or Ask Jeeves. I don't know how she (laughs) found this number, but she found a number on the Internet that said, you know, buy your Delta tickets here. She called and basically they told her that their their machines or equipment wasn't working properly and they could only yeah. take payment through gift cards. Oh my god, stop. Yeah. So I remember my mom going, something's going on weird with their uh, their computers. I have to pay them through gift cards. I'm going to go across the street to CVS. I'm like, hold oh, on, mom. I, wait, pump so, the brakes. So yeah. She, so, so she told me that. And I I didn't say hold on, but in my mind, I was like, something's fishy. Yeah. So I told <laughs> yes. I told Aaron that my mom is getting gift cards to pay Delta. So like, so I was coming oh, over, God. and when I got to Jason's apartment, his mom was out getting gift cards. Like she had already done the gift card exchange to she, Delta. Like we no. to fake Delta. To fake yes yes yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This is a fake Delta. <laughs> real, real Delta is also a piece of shit, but fake Delta, they knew what they were doing immediately. Um, yeah. So, so she came back in and I was like, I was like, gift cards. No, no. And she was like, she was like, no, I just paid for them. We no, should be getting our confirmation right. any minute. <gasps> there was no, we never got that confirmation email. And about a couple, like an hour later, it sunk in. She goes, yeah, she tried she started, to call the number. She back. started to call the number back. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't call the number back. And then she starts crying Yeah, and she realizes she got scammed. You know, it's, it's a similar story because, you know, like it was for, it was for tickets to a rehab center to take me. And yeah. it was still freshly after my paralysis and I don't, I know my mother wasn't thinking completely clearly and, 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 and reasonably at that point. So I think just how quickly she was able to do it and get scammed. Like she went right across the street to a CVS, bought the gift card, called them up, gave it to them. And before she got back, she had lost that money. Yeah. Thankfully well, they didn't tell her to go to the social security office and change her name and, you know, and, you know, everything else. But, she lost the money for the the plane tickets and it was probably almost a thousand dollars if not over yeah she was so sad and i was like i understand yeah like i i empathize i've been there and nothing i don't know i mean maybe something feels worse but it just feels so stupid you feel so stupid Mm -hmm. what a cruel sad but silver lining bonding moment (laughs) with (laughs) mother-in-law yeah (laughs) we both got scammed (laughs) you guys should get each other gift cards for the rest of your life <laughs> happy mother's day it is her it's birthday tomorrow yeah, her <laughs> get her a gift card to i don't Delta. know i don't know yeah. will the joke hit it's always tough with the jokes yeah. like that yeah it's, it's, it's a little edgy do you think given the circumstances that you were in would you have done things differently 
I had never heard of these gift card scams until it happened to my mom. And then, you know, and Aaron, what Aaron told me, I think Aaron didn't tell me immediately what happened to her because it was pretty embarrassing, but I never heard of, of these gift card scams before. So I don't know if I would have, like, like I said, when my mom went across, told me she was going across the street to get them, I, I, it didn't ping to me as red flag scam. It was just very fishy. Well, and I, the thing I do differently now is there is not an emergency. There is never an emergency. If someone is a stranger that is calling me on the phone, I'm not, I'm not in a rush. If you think there's a rush, you deal with it. Even when I changed my last name, when we got married, I, I, you know, I had a lot of issue with even doing any of that kind of thing, but I just took it really slow. And I like made sure I, I felt like I could trust what I was doing. Cause I think that is what got me was I was like, oh, I have to fix this right now. I did not need to do that. Thanks everybody for listening to this bonus episode of Fraudsters. We'd love to read about how much you laughed and cringed at this episode. So please leave us a review as I read the remaining credits. Tomorrow, our first episode of season four about Anthony DeVolder says, no, George DeVolder, no, George Santos drops. Do not miss it. This season, we'll talk about the Fugees, Rob Bogoyevich, and even Millie Vanilli. Do you even know who Millie Vanilli is? There's going to be a lot of other fraudsters as well. Make sure to also follow us so you can listen. Check out our show notes to see the links for our guests and keep the conversation going on Twitter and Instagram at fraudstersLPN. Fraudsters is hosted by me, Sina Gaznovi, Justin Williams, and Ariel Lieti. Producer is Jordan Aconcia. Production coordinator is Nori Malik. Editor is Ryan Connor. Our writer is Nick Turner. Music by Grant Gordon. Executive producer is me, Sina Gazemi. This has been a production of Zero Cool and The Last Podcast Network. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.